0: This is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Match.com, a review, and why Anna does and does not like this website. This is a very weird podcast, peeps, because this is about a dating website, but you know, I don't... I went online, and there really aren't a ton of audio reviews on Match.com. I'm just saying, and there are absolutely no YouTube reviews of this website. And I don't mean it weird, but when I do something, I like to do significant research, and I'm like, maybe there's someone else that would like to know a little bit about this website before they would try it or not try it. So, first off, though, I need to explain why I even am thinking about reviewing Match.com. You know, I'm in my 30s, peeps. And we also are in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm really not that particularly interested in dating anyone. So this is kind of a weird intro for this podcast. But I have had a lot of time to think about things since the pandemic started. Bob left. I mean, I've figured out what kinds of eggs I liked. And, you know, by the time you're in your 30s, if you're somebody who's always kind of been an adult, it's like you finally fit into your oversized coat, and it feels very comfortable, and you're like, I'm really not sure I want to add anyone else to the milu because life is really good the way it is. Now, not saying that with a caveat of kids, because I am totally having kids. Now, biological kids, not a big deal to me. I know that sounds really weird to some people listening here, but it's really... Not a big deal. But I will be having my own kids, and a great many of them, and it's going to be wonderful. So they are totally being added to the milieu. But a relationship just has been something that Anna's been looking at going, I don't really know if I want to do this. And if I did, I was really considering going with, like, a arranged marriage, which people think is really weird from Western culture. But I was like, well... They know what I'm like on paper. I know what they're like on paper. It doesn't mean that everything's going to work out on paper or in real life, but it means that you probably have a better chance than you do with other types of options. But the closer I got to thinking about doing that, because I always planned on maybe doing that in my 30s, early, mid-30s, I just really couldn't bring myself to do that. And the reasons for that were kind of weird, but the closer I got to that, I was like, that would mean that you're marrying just for the sake of marrying, which I really can't bring myself to do because to me there needs to be something more important than that in the mix. And I did research this. I was like, you know, is there any arranged marriage website that it's like it's not just about, you know, marriage. You actually get to chat with the person for a while and find out, you know, what their interests are, etc. And I'm not really seeing that. Now, if someone has been to one of these sites and see something totally different than what Anna saw, I would totally like you to drop me a line at, um, it is in our information notes, I do not remember our email address, but you know what, you can drop me a line at rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com, that'll work, I don't know the one for this podcast because it evades me at this point in time, but anyway, I need to memorize that. Moving on though, so, I just couldn't bring myself to do the arranged marriage thing, And so I said, you know what, I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone. I'm just going to live my life happily because, quite frankly, I work like 60 hours a week at my job. And I also run some other organizations. And between that and taking care of the kids, I'm like, I just don't really think having another person in my life is probably a good plan because, number one, they have not appeared, and number two, I just don't see the point of spending my time, energy, and effort on that venture because I am busy. And, you know, that's my reasons. But with a few gentle nudges from family and friends over a period of, like, I don't know... Eight months, it takes a while for Anna to be nudged, and it really takes the right kind of people. I mean, I can be nudged by someone for years and never do anything, but if it's my best friend or my family who I know have my best interests at heart, I might consider the nudge. But you know, they said, Anna. We know you're busy. We really do know you're busy. But you can consider being a relationship. It doesn't mean that you have to be in a relationship. And just because you decide to say hello to someone and maybe go out for a coffee with someone does not mean that you are going to end up with them. So you really don't need to sit there and try to, you know, plan your life for the nth degree and worry about every variable that could possibly exist because that's how you are as a person. I mean... I don't mean it weird, but yeah. So my friends and my family nudged me and they nudged me nicely. And then they, being wise as they all are, decided to quit nudging me and let me percolate because that's what it would take for me to make any decision. And, you know, honestly, I can say between their nudges, I kind of just put those on the back burner to simmer. And then I went about my life working my 60 hours a week, doing my other stuff You know, working with the kids. And between all that, I was like, life is busy. I'm happy. I don't need to do anything else. But then, you know, I don't mean it weird. Life has a way of blindsiding you in unforeseeable ways. And one of the ways was I ended up watching the Taiwanese drama, I Do Beloved in the House. Now, I'm putting this here with a caveat. I am talking about episodes 1 through 11, peeps. I'm not talking about episode 12. Don't get me wrong. I think episode 12 was nice, but I'm not talking about episode 12 in this podcast regarding this issue. So just bear with me here while I digress. But anyway, this Taiwanese drama is ABL, of course, because that's kind of what Honor watches in Asian drama. But the point of fact is, is it made me think about relationships slightly differently than I had in the past. Because this series, similarly to Theory of Love, made me think about that relationships aren't always about, um, you know, how do I say this? basically with I do be loved in house and also theory of love, the whole point of the relationship is that people are there for one another. It's not really about the passion or the romance or all of that, which, you know, give or take it. it, But anyway, so the point is, is in I do be loved in house, the main reason those two people end up together is because that they realize that It's better to have someone in their lives than to not have someone in their lives. And it got me to thinking, because I have always thought that if you are meant to be with someone, logically speaking, and you know there's this whole theory that, you know, you might be meant to be with someone and then it doesn't work out, and then yeah. But okay, let's just put that to the side, despite everything that we've seen in real life. And if you are meant to be with someone, and they are meant to be with you, then by not even considering going out with someone who could be that person, you're not only making it so that you're not there for them, and they're not there for you, but you're also, neither one of you are there for your kids. And I was like, yeah, Anna, that's 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 something to think about. Food for thought. And so, you know, I, I had that food for thought for about 12 weeks during what I do beloved in house air. And I mean... I ruminate on things to the nth degree, and then I make snap decisions, which are usually, beyond a doubt, some of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Now, I'm not sure that all of them could be categorized with that, and I'm not even sure that the ones that I made this last month have been categorized with that, but I usually sit there and go, what would I do If I don't want to have any regrets in my life, because let's face it, we all have regrets in our life. Some of this is like, wow, we have massive regrets. Although I will say for me, it's really not that I have massive regrets on how I've lived my life up to this point. Now, I have things in my life that I'm like, if I had known about X, Y, or Z, I would have totally lived my life differently than I did. But if I was given the same information again and the same situation, I would do everything I've done in my life pretty much all over again, which most people would not say. But for me, it's like, I really don't have any regrets with the information that I had on hand. Now, I have regrets since I've passed some time with a few things because like, things have come to light that I had no idea about. And if I'd known about those things, I probably would have lived my life very, very, very differently. But I didn't know about those things. So you can't spend your life overthinking with the what ifs of what you had no idea about because that's just stupid. Trust me, I've done it before. It's a waste of time and energy. But anyway, so... I thought about this. I thought about what my friend said about, Anna, you're busy, but you won't always be busy. And, you know, you might find someone who really likes halting the analytical (laughs) humans. I mean, no offense. But, and my family is like, you know, Anna, you can live in Asia and have adopted kids and still find someone who might like to be with you. It's not like it, it rules out that possibility. But, you know... It took a long time for their information to kick in. And Anna also is like, I never have been on a date. I don't know what people do on a date. I'm in my early 30s and I'm like, what do you do on a date? I mean, I know exactly what you don't do on a date. So does that count, peeps? I mean, I don't know. But anyway, so I decided to try to look at options i also went to chatty.com multiple times and i was like this is not the option for me this just ain't it as much as i think arranged marriages are great this is not the option for me at this point in time So I then went online and I researched what are the best, most practical online dating services, which seems like a really stupid search, but for me it's like, you know what, we're going to be as linear about this as possible, we're going to try this, and if it's not successful, we're going to say, you know, at least retry this, and then we don't have any regrets. I mean, no offense, it's like, You know, if I would get done with my life and realize that I was supposed to be with someone and I wasn't, that would be a regret because I wasn't there for them. They weren't there for me and we weren't there for our kids. I'm just saying that would be like a total regret. But so I was like, what are the best websites for practically dating for the intention of marriage because I'm not dating just to date peeps that's just stupid for me and that would not work because I'm too analytical it's like I would need to know that this is a serious endeavor if it's not going to work that's okay but to go into something thinking that it's just passing what would you call it laissez-faire is not for Anna so I went to what was supposed to be the best website for this kind of thing, which is called EliteSingles.com. That one I'm going to leave another review on because I really... I, That's not really my thing. I'm just saying it's not really that wonderful of a website. I mean, you guys can check it out. And I could be pleasantly surprised. I'm giving it a one-month subscription and then I'm canceling it because so far... I've not been particularly impressed with that website then you know after about a week of that website and seeing all failings that it had, I decided to try Match.com now the reason I try Match.com was because I mean I know that there is a website called eHarmony which people tend to think is the most practical and I'm not saying it's not don't get me wrong but. I just really am not for eHarmony because, well, I've seen some of their success stories, and quite frankly, it scares me. So I was like, I think I'm going to try Match.com because it weeds out a lot of the beginning issues that a couple could deal with that would be possible disagreements. For example... People can ask if you're 420 friendly, you put it on your bio. It will ask if you smoke, if you drink, if you, um, what religion you are. And it also leaves you room to leave a 4,000 character bio, which on the left, like a 300, a 3,998 character bio, because I'm like, you know what, we're going to put up why we're here, what we're, doing here and also just so you know everyone knows you know I do I'm gonna be in Asia and I'm gonna have kids and you're gonna have to be okay with it and I mean I'm I'm weird but I'm like I'd rather let everyone know exactly what I'm like initially so if that scares them I scare them off early I mean no offense but it it seems like a practical point so anyway but it does give you the option of letting people know, like, I smoke, I drink, I don't. And for Anna, it's not that I think that smoking or drinking are bad things. And I totally agree that marijuana for medical use is advisable for certain conditions. But I do not really want to spend my life around someone who smokes a lot because I do have asthma and that would be problematic. And I really don't want to spend my life around someone who drinks either because I don't drink at all because of medical issues. And so that's not going to change. And that could be uncomfortable situations could arise in the fact that I don't drink and someone might. So it really does eliminate a lot of the initial issues. Now, I'm not saying that I have met anyone on there I would want to date because honestly, I haven't, to be completely honest. I've only been on there for a few days, and I've not either sent any likes except by accident I was looking at a profile and my mouse hovered over something is it something called a super like so I did send that person an apology that sounds weird doesn't it but I'm just saying I was like I did not mean to send you a like now granted your, your profile looks very interesting but I don't send likes to people even though this is a website that does promote likes and I have no idea what a super like even is does it send a giant thumbs up emoji I don't know yeah, the awkwardness of never having dated at all. And, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so I don't really know if this is going to be a good plan or not. But I do want to know that I have not, how do I say this? Like I said initially, I don't want to have any regrets in my life. And I also don't want to be on, how does this? I think that having things mentioned initially can really wipe out a lot of discord. It doesn't mean you're not going to have things that you fuss about with someone over the course of a lifetime, but it does mean that if you at least have some inkling of someone's bent You know that these things are already there, and you know that, oh, this might be an interesting person to consider. This might be a person that you'd want to run screaming from the walls, you know, the floor. But anyway, so... But that is my review, as disjointed and awkward as that whole thing was, of Match.com. I really don't know one way or the other, but I do think compared to, like, Elite Singles, or I did look into Bumble, I did not actually use Bumble, so I'm going to be completely honest there and say I have not been on their dating platform. Now, I do use their, um, their friend platform on occasion because it's a neat way to connect with, People who are, like, girlfriends in your area who would have similar interests that you can maybe go have a cuppa with or something. But I do use it for that on occasion, but I have never once used it for dating, nor will I, because Bumble is really not in-depth at all. I mean, you swipe left if you like someone, right if you don't, and all that you really have to go on is a picture and maybe two sentences, I'm sorry, but I'm far too wordy for a picture and two sentences, and I really don't like pictures either, because pictures don't tell the whole story, and they don't really tell who a person is, but I will say, this has been an interesting little digression, but why guys take certain pictures on a dating website? I'm sitting there going, you know, I don't know what you're looking for in your perspective partner, but loading your picture sideways does not really help with your, um, positive vibes, and also loading your picture upside down or deciding to have a picture where all you see is a really blurred head and a really blurred upper shoulder is not probably the best way to win a lot of, um, interest in you as a person I'm just saying maybe maybe there's some women that find that intensely attractive I mean maybe their goal is I am going to be with a man who cannot take pictures and obviously doesn't know where he put his shirts I don't know but Anna was like there wasn't many of pictures like that but I was like those are definitely odd humans I mean they really are And I think, no offense, but Bumble, from what I've heard, is kind of full of odd humans. And even if it wasn't, I'm like, no. so. But that is why I think Match.com does a better job, is because you get through some of the initial um, issues that you could have. Now, I still think if you are planning to date and you have friends or family that know someone who would be a good fit, that's also a good way. Although, that does come with some issues because I do have friends and family who are like well you can meet this person but I'm like if that person I would have a not good moment, then that could cause friction between me and my family or me and my friends and I'm like I'm really not sure that's the best of plans because I just don't know about that I'm just saying I mean I know a lot of people get set up by friends and family and it works out really well but it can cause I don't know. I think things out to the nth degree. And that's, I think, one of my main problems is overthinking everything, which I'm trying to get better at. And, you know, I think after a few years of my kids and having to realize i got to be more laid back in life, it's going to come to me that you don't have to overthink things quite so much. But right now I'm not there yet, and I'm totally okay with admitting that. But at the end of the day, the main thing is... I do like that they have multiple questions. Also, you know, right away, if somebody is like um, not going to probably be a good fit because they're like, well, my ideal person is six foot two and very slim. Well, that's um, not going to be certain people. I mean, that's maybe going to be like point one person of the population so that's a good good litmus test for you are not going to be their type of person for physical appearance which is totally okay and I think it really does eliminate some of the thing now I will say that I have noticed there have been some minor interesting issues with people who have messaged who would be of varying religious bents that think that has no bearing and I'm like You know, I'm number one, for example, um, many of my friends are Catholic and I love going to mass. It's one of my favorite things, but I don't really ever see myself going and becoming a Catholic just because that's just not something that's really ever been a life goal of mine. And I really don't see that changing. But, you know, that in a marriage could cause friction because someone could be Catholic and you would not be Catholic. And I've seen it many times where it does cause frictions on like, how are we going to raise the kids? Are we going to have them join the church? Um, Things like that can be problematic. And I have gotten a few um, interesting little messages from people who would be of differing religious bents who maybe don't think that matters too much at this point in time but I'm like that kind of does matter because I would never want to cause any issues between me and another party regarding their religious beliefs it would not be something I'd ever want to do and because of that there are certain things that I would I would not date certain people because I would never want to cause friction I mean I know that sounds weird but for Anna, it's like avoiding conflict is of paramount importance to me. I mean, it's one of the things that I strive most for in my life is to not have conflict. I mean, I like things peaceful. I think it's because when I was a kid, I grew up in a, in a environment that was really riffed with conflict and it made me realize how important it was to live a life that was not full of conflict, to try to make things work, and to realize that oftentimes you can have disagreements maybe with someone, but you do not have to have conflict with someone, which sounds kind of weird, but is totally plausible. But anyway... Overall, I think Match.com does a much better job than some other websites, which I have read about. I can honestly tell you guys, I have only tried Match.com and um, Elite Singles. And I'm only giving them a one-month trial. It's not that I know that some people are like, well, you might take longer to meet someone. It's like, yeah, it might. But no, for honest, this is one of those things where it's like, I'm only really doing this. Ah, moving on my sofa. Adjusting. Okay. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sometimes like a cat. It's like I sprawl and then I get back up and it's like the cat has to adjust. But anyway, but baby The reason that I'm doing this is I don't want to have any regrets in my life. I don't want to sit there and ever go I might have been able to bring happiness to someone and someone bring happiness to me and we bring happiness to our family but I didn't have the courage to risk doing that because I was busy with my work I was avoiding the possibility of disaster because I was worried that a relationship could bring that you know I don't ever want to look back on my life and have regrets now do I think that I'm maybe going to meet someone via these platforms not Really, to be quite honest, I don't really think I will meet someone who I would want to spend my life with. But, you know, I haven't ruled it out. And I have met a couple people who it's like we would never work as a couple. But we have been, interestingly enough, we've gotten to be somewhat nice relations. It's like we live in the same town. We have similar hobbies. We might meet up with their family and my family for fun. But not for dating, which I know sounds really weird to some people, but it's like, well, most of my friends... Guys, and I have no problem going and having a fun time with a guy just because we're having a fun time. Now, I do have a problem going and having fun with a guy if it's just to date them without any intention of marriage, but that's not what I'm doing. But it has been interesting because it's like you know, with the pandemic, we don't really get out much, most of us. I mean, no offense, it's just not something we do, and it's like, well. I'm not going to date you, but we have similar interests. We could, you know, go meet up and discuss this and have fun because we really don't have a lot of people to talk to because it's the middle of a pandemic. I'm just saying. So anyway, that's been interesting. But overall, I think the main thing about this is there is either people who look at the world and go, you know, dating websites, they're so terrible. And, you know, for most of my life, I have kind of solidly stood on that I'm going to be completely honest and say, I have been one of those people. It's like, I don't think dating websites are a good plan because you're dating for the sake of dating. However, and I have totally sided with Maylin Balak in her video, and I still absolutely side with Maylin Balak in her video. But I also realize that there are always sometimes reasons to do things which may seem kind of weird and kind of not the way that maybe everyone sees them and the main reason is is I think you know we are in the middle of a pandemic it's not like we can really go out and meet people and even if we could some of us are like insular introverts that if we decided to go out and meet someone in the normal way we'd probably end up totally panicking and never going out to meet someone I'm just saying Yeah, that's on it in a nutshell. It's not because I'm shy. It's just the idea of going out and meeting someone who has no idea of what I'm like and I have no idea of what they're like is totally zero fun for me. I mean... No. And so that's honestly why I decided to go ahead and try Elite Dating at Match.com. Although I know this is a very long review of Match.com alone, I will do one on Elite Dating later. And I'm probably not publishing these for a while. So these are going to come out a few months later. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, the point of fact is I'm sorry, peeps. I'm sleepy. I don't know. It's not even late in the day, but I'm sleepy. But anyway, I need to quit yawning during podcasts. But did you know they actually have proven that yawning is because possibly your brain doesn't get enough oxygen and so that you yawn in order to absorb more oxygen? It's an interesting tidbit. I'm just saying. It makes a whole new look at why people yawn. It's not because they're bored. It's just because they're tired and their brain needs more air. I don't know. I'm airing out my brains, peep. Okay, so airing out the brains. Interesting. But moving on. The main thing is, is I think whatever you do, whether you You decide to date someone via normal methods, whether you decide to date someone via online methods, whether you decide not to date someone, the main thing is that you do live your life in a way that really does bring you the least regrets, that you don't sit there ever and go, I wonder what it would have been like if X had happened. Now, I'm not saying that there are moments in life when you won't look back and go, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, you not my brain. Okay, but at the end of the day, I think that the less that you can do that, the more that you can really understand the world and help make it a better place, the better it will be. And I think the main reason that Anna chose Match.com was I was like, you know, it makes it so that you're more honest with people initially than you might ever be in person. You'll let people know, I don't smoke. I never will. I don't drink. I never will. I you know, don't do 420, and I never will, and I don't want to be with someone who does these things. And it's in a way that isn't offensive either, because that can come off as kind of rude sometimes to certain individuals, depending on how you couch it. But it doesn't come off that way in this method. And I think that's one of the reasons that Anna likes it, because it's a more gracious and quiet way to say, this is who I am. This is what I'm like. This is the kind of person that I might be interested in, possibly. And you need to know that if I was interested, possibly, it would not be just to date you for the sake of dating. And you need to be okay with Asia and with the kids. And there's a lot of what ifs. So you need to know these things because it's quite frightening for some people, apparently. And so, you know... But I think that's one of the reasons that I liked the website personally is because it does give you that feasibility way more than Elite Singles or, um, what is it called, Bumble? I don't know, Bumble. I think Bumble, yeah. But anyway, I think those are the ones that are most popular where I live. I don't know. I'm not really into people dating, so I don't really ask too many questions about that. But it seems like Bumble and Tinder seem to be the most popular and I don't really get either one of them because it seems like it's just a picture and a couple of sentences like I mentioned before. But that is my review of Match.com and why Anna, after years of saying that I never was going to use a dating service and why I didn't think they were a good idea, decided to do it. I blame my best friend and my family, who I totally love to bits, but... Yes, I do blame them for this slightly, although it took me six months of percolation for their words to kick in. And I also blame in-house, I do, for this as well, the Taiwanese drama. So, you know what, I, I blame them. And, you know, at some point, I blame them for a good reason. And I, I mean, I'm saying blame with my tongue in my cheek here, folks, and teasingly. But I'm just saying, you know, the main thing is is to do what works best for you. And with that, Anna out, check it at the round table. Bye.